Previously on Monsters and Mean Guys. Welcome to Sanctum Main. Where you are right now is the Protifloga Hotel. In front of 202 is a fat orange tab cat. You walk into a hooded figure. Hooded figures start approaching you from all directions. Hi, I'm Silas. Silas and Mila. They become this one creature with four massive arms. Fire. Fire hurts them. Floga. And out of the knife comes a massive flame. Dennis cackles. He takes his head and stabs it through the knife. She is shrouded in a black feathery coat. A smile creeps across her face and she says, Clay Valentine. Behind you is the mannequin woman. She says, Sloan, I need your help. Yeah, I guess we're back uh, after several crashes in audio. By the way, I looked into it. it. Looks like we're posting about twice a month, which is fairly consistent. Can I fucking help you? Yeah. Don't rock the table. Don't rock the boat. Don't rock the boat. <laughs> rock the boat, baby. Um, yeah. So picking up where we left off last time, let's start off by saying uh, a farewell to our good buddy Alex Donato or Clay Valentine, who will no longer be recording with us. Rip. He's on to to bigger, better things. You know, it's 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 tough. The uh, scorpion. El Scorpion, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to say, like, it was great having him for uh, his short, <laughs> short-lived character, but, but uh, you know, it's tough. It's tough when all of us have different schedules and some of us aren't able to to do Res- stuff. Respond to texts. I'm trying to make this a heartfelt <laughs> goodbye. Okay. Editing. Uh, we we gave him a heartfelt goodbye in in game in character, <laughs> but. Clay Valentine will be missed. However, we will be continuing to do this and moving on. Uh, picking up immediately from where we left off. Oh, uh, Arnold, your character, Ben, leveled up. Uh, what did you adjust? I, I, uh, he is now invulnerable to bullets. Nope, and not a thing. And spit fire. <laughs> uh, he, he might be able to rap. <laughs> no, now he, he just has plus one weird. Um, Even better. <laughs> And his, his max weird uh, is plus three, so now he, he has that plus three weird. It was two, now it's three. You realize now to fail a weird roll, you have to roll either snake eyes or a three. It is almost impossible to fail any weird roll now. Yeah, because I'm so weird, dude. Uh, which we are justifying. We'll, we'll figure that out in game. That's fine. Um, uh, anything else to... M- no, that's good. So let's pick, off, pick up right where we left off. Uh, our two heroes had just defeated the shopkeep or the changeling... Uh, in the form of the shopkeep, uh, of the, wow, the clerk, of the hotel clerk. Of the, ho- oh, I guess I should have said this before we started. If I get a call from the dealership, I have to, like, take that around off. So, you know what we'll do? We'll keep doing Pause. <laughs> but we'll keep recording it.
Oh, is he getting a call? Is he prioritizing that above this? Well, oh, you have okay. to leave like oh. right away, or would you be able to? I just need to answer the call to yeah. see if they need to say anything's wrong or like right. blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. But then I think they. But then if it's like pick red, it up, as long I as it's whenever, but I want to answer before the call. they're yeah, closed, yeah, yeah. you'll be no, fine. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool, cool. Uh, then yeah, let's pick up right where we left off. Where the mannequin, uh, the one mannequin <laughs> that we had seen sitting in the room earlier in the episode, uh, has appeared in the doorway, and without moving its mouth. Uh, has shot words into both characters' minds that say, Sloane, I need your help. What do you guys do? I gotta get back in like this, like, this mood, back in this vibe. Action. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, Wait, who just said that? The mannequin. The mannequin that you saw so in the beginning. We were, uh, you guys are in the portrait room. Uh, all the, if you guys want to look around or do anything like that, you can just freak out if you want to. You just need to react to this mannequin. So there's all the, we're in that room behind the desk in the hotel. Yeah. There's all the portraits around. In it's the like doorway is the mannequin. The you guys, mannequin's in the doorway. Yeah. On the floor, oh, you guys have already picked up a elevator and a standard key. If I remember correctly. Yes. I run behind Ben. Why'd you just say Sloan? What about this guy? She stands there, still. This is my favorite part of the episode, where we just don't do anything. <laughs> where we don't know what to do. Ben? I push Ben forward a little bit. <laughs> ben gives, gives Sloan a, a, a tough glance, oh. but, but uh, looks at the mannequin and says... Can you guess what Ben says? <laughs> Nothing. No, he says, um, who are you? <laughs> ben seduces the mannequin. Please don't. No. You just say, who are you? Ben says, who are you? Uh, in the blink of an eye, when, when neither of you can really see her, she appears right in front of the two of you. Where you're still, uh, sorry, Sloan, you're still hiding behind Ben. And she is right in front of uh, the two of you. And again, without moving her mouth, you just hear her say, You know me, Sloan. And at, at that exact moment, there's a crash in the lobby. <laughs> I run. You run to the lobby? I run outside. Can I run outside? Uh, you're going to deal with some shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I forgot they were out there. So... Can I run away in the opposite direction of the lobby? You can go, if and you're in the outside. portrait room, let me break down the layout of the lobby again. <laughs> there's a door for the stairs, there's a blank door, there's an elevator door painted on the wall. Uh, there, there's a set of doors outside, all on one side of the wall, and a clerk desk with behind it, there is a, um, there is a portrait room where you guys are, and in the middle of the room, there is a, um, not a lobby setting, but oh, I forget what it's called. I uh, manipulate the mannequin. Okay. How are you doing that? Can you justify it in story, and then we'll make you roll for how it works? So I... What are you trying to do? What are you it, physically and actually trying to do with the mannequin? I I guess I hit it with a question, because that's what the rolls are based on. So I'd kind say of. I uh, pretty much demand to know what its purpose is. Okay, that'll be, uh, that'll be a different roll, but... Um, I, in fact, I don't even know, need to roll. Need you to roll for that. 
and uh, she says, speaking to you again in your mind, yeah, this is a, for manipulate someone, it's more of a, if you want them to do something for you, or if you want to control her or do something like that, or if you, again, in game, want to do that, uh, what you're trying to do, if anything, would be either investigate a mystery or read a bad situation. Um, but she responds to you, she responds, I'm trying to fix Sanctum. Okay. Again, all in your head. She's not opening or moving her mouth. You haven't... Neither Sloan of you have thinks, physically seen her move. Sloan thinks, okay. <laughs> and what do you guys do? There, remember, there's a, a crash just happened in the lobby. Uh, ben runs out into the lobby, just running past the mannequin woman. Okay. And, um, and, and, and does the cool parkour jump over the... Over the, over over the, the desk? Again? Oh, yeah. Can you roll for <laughs> plus cool for that? For the stupid... Six. Six. What's your cool? Minus one five. <laughs> uh, go ahead and mark experience. And again, you run right into it. Here's your parkour flip. You run right into the desk and flip over it, landing down on the ground the exact same way you did last time. Uh, and you're now in the lobby. What you see is the four-armed amalgamation, the Irish being, charging into the lobby and holding the doors shut behind him. And you see a series of hooded figures banging at the glass doors. Um... And uh, shut behind him. What do you do? Do you do anything? What's going on? The forearmed being. Uh, they're trying to break in! I don't know why you turned English, but they turned English. I. When you fuse Scottish and Irish, you get English. What? What? What happened? He was out there fighting them. You remember this, right? No, Ben wasn't there. Though. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's my staccato voice. Well, yeah. Well, uh, your friend decided to pick a fight with a few of them, and I stepped in to intervene, and now uh, we're dealing with the bigger problem. What are these things? One of them breaks through the glass and grabs the forearm being. Don't really have time to explain that right now. He takes one of his arms and punches it back through the glass. How can I help? <laughs> Can you go out there, too? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say that I imitate his cool jump roll thing, but you oh. progressed into the room. No, you're fine. You, you follow. You, you follow. That is you. That is a you thing. Go ahead. Roll for plus cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Sloan, you try to do the, the cool jump thing he did, by the way, was run into it and fall over and land. Uh, so what you do is you actually kind of leap over it a little bit like you like one of those bad parkour videos on youtube you kind of get over the desk but you only you get stopped about halfway and have to slide down <laughs> and it's just not as cool uh as you want it to be again cooler than him um and sloan now you're out there as well is there anything you guys can do to help barricade the wall stop these this horde from coming in or do i have to start a new fight sloan yells don't go out there no shit <laughs> <laughs> the forearm being flips you off with four fingers. <laughs> uh oh. Sloan starts to barricade the door. How? With the potted plants. Okay, Sloan starts <laughs> taking what? potted plants and starts putting them in front of the door. Uh, but at this moment, more and more arms have started reaching out. One of them even grabs a plant and pulls it out, thinking, I don't know if they thought it was a person or not, but they just kind of grab it and pull it outside uh. the glass. Uh, and they're all starting to break through. And suddenly, between the two of you stands the mannequin. Or the woman mannequin. And uh, this is the first time you see her move. And she starts 
to perform a spell. You see her hands move in all kinds of varying directions, creating these uh, odd shapes and sizes and whatnot. And you hear her say, Azerath Metreon Synthos. <laughs> and then put her hands in two uh, f- flat palms forward. And as she does, stone slabs shoot out of the ground in front of the doors, uh, giving the forearm creature just a second before it can fall, to, before, as it jumps out of, the, uh, as they jump out of the way. And these slabs shoot from ground to ceiling along it, one after the other, dominoing, bum, 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 blocking off the outside exit and sticking you guys inside of Protifloga. Uh, immediately after she does this, she collapses uh, towards Sloane. And Sloane, without thinking, you try to catch her. Can you do me a favor and just roll for plus cool? Let's call it active pressure. Nine. Nine. So you catch her, um, but it's like, it's not gentle. She like hits her. Oh. Like, like a hard catch, you know? Uh, we, Ooh, not where you fall with her, but where she just kind of like lands and you stay absolutely still and it's not comfortable for either of you. Like an oof. Uh, oof. And as she does this, um, there is immediately a flashback where, or, where the room kind of shifts around you slowly. And you were surrounded by darkness and you see in your hand... Uh, a woman, a woman with the with the features of the mannequin, yeah, naturally, uh, the features of the mannequin, and she is she is passed out uh, down by her leg. You see a, an injury with blood leaking down out of it, and you look into the darkness. And I can either do your voice or I can just give you the line. Okay, so you want me to do your voice? You say, uh, "What did you do?" to get my slacker on um and uh, back from the darkness you just hear in whispers uh echoing around you she made a choice she knew the cost and at that moment you snap back to where we are now and you you see yourself again holding the mannequin um and the forearm being kind of collapses against the new wall, the new slabs of sl- stone, and slides down in exhaustion, holding their left side uh, in, with one of their right arms. And as they hit the ground, they split back into two people, both holding the same side of their body. Um, and we're back in reality. Uh, the mannequin is fallen into your arms, Zach. The uh, Silas and Mila are up against the wall, and. Potted plants are now broken by the ground. I drop the mannequin and yell at Ben, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, so you drop the mannequin, she hits the ground and just lays there. Uh, your only exit is blocked by the stone slabs, by the way. We can't run deeper into the... You can, I mean, you can. You're just choosing to get out of there, which we is... Have a, we have an elevator key. Yeah, you, got, you, you have an elevator card. You have, an, you have a card that says elevator on it, which means something. Um, yeah, you're welcome to do... You're welcome to try to go deeper. What's... Ben looks this little and says, elevator. If you want to keep rushing this, that's fine. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. So, that happens. I, that's, this isn't a me moment. We use the elevator? Wait, is there an elevator to use? Take, there's an the elevator car. painted on the wall. Oh. No way. 
Someone swipes the elevator card on the elevator wall. Alright, so there's nothing really to swipe. You put, um, you take the card and you push it against the button by the side of the elevator, the one with the up arrow. And as you do, uh, the walls start to shift and three-dimensionalizing out of it, not even, sorry, uh, and the wall starts to shift, everything starts to move, and still painted on the wall, like you can still see the brick outline in it, you see the painting of the door slide open. And behind it is just pure white. Ben, ben runs in. You run into the wall. To the white. <laughs> it's a white wall. Like it's still, like it's, it looks like it's painted on white. Do you run into the wall? Ben puts his hand <laughs> up against it and feels if he can go through it. <laughs> uh, roll for plus cool. Eight, seven? Seven. Okay, cool. So you put your hand up against it, and it's solid at first. Uh, but as you do, it's kind of like if you push against a bubble. You start to feel your hand fall, slide in, and your entire body just falls in. And you do not land pleasantly, but you land without damage. Uh, and you look around, and there are what look like four painted-on walls, uh, three painted-on walls of, an of the inside of an elevator. And then the white wall. I follow. Roll for plus cool. You just run into the wall? Yeah. And I say, oh fuck, this is some Harry Potter shit. I'm gonna add one because you said, oh fuck, this is some Harry Potter shit. <laughs> plus ten. You just run right through it like it's nothing. Like he just... <laughs> Magic is fuck. <laughs> Amazing. You just run right in and... um. And now you guys are inside the elevator. The doors are still open. Do you want anyone else to join you? Do you want any other information from anyone else? You guys know nothing about what's going on, exactly. by the way. <laughs> Which means you can run right to wherever you're going. But um, a mannequin asked you for help, and you just left her on the ground. Ben looks to Sloan and, and points out to, the, to where the other three people are in the lobby. Two and a half. Two, two and a mannequin. <laughs> And says, should we? Sloan shrugs. <laughs> what do you do with that? Ben runs back out. Sloan, remember that those two saved your life outside. <clears throat> ben runs back out into the lobby and, and says... Points to the elevator, to the to the wall, and says, "Elevator," <laughs> and runs back in. Sloan feels bad, and so he he walks up to the wall and yells, "Come on!" So it shows some sign of him wanting them to join. Do you pop your head out, or is it like to the wall? Like you no, I, I put my head up to the wall because I'm scared and don't want to have to leave the elevator again. Okay, so you do that, and it just echoes inside the elevator. Oh, do I know that? It you just hear it echo. You don't you don't know necessarily if it left or not. You just do I have to roll to leave? No, no, you don't have to roll. That was just because I was you were running into a wall, and I was hoping that you would fuck up. Okay, so, so I, so yeah, I poke my head out then. Okay, you poke your head out, and the elevator door closes and cuts off your head. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you poke your head out, and um, and you say whatever you said. What did you say? Hurry up, come on. <laughs> and uh, and they, they uh, the two the siblings look at each other. And they kind of limp their way to standing. Um, Mila, the, again, taller sister, picks up the mannequin and carries uh, her to the elevator and joins you guys. They look hesitant. 
but now all four, all five of you are in the elevator. Uh, on the wall of the elevator, you have uh, a single button, and it says three. That's where we were trying to go, though, right? Yeah, that was my vision. Yeah. Our, our vision. Our vision. Both of you. Do I know it's our vision? No, neither of you do, but Zach knows, and so unless you're trying to say that in character, that was my vision. My method, <laughs> That's not good. We ben learned pushes against the button. Ben pushes the button. Um, for an obscenely Sloan long... Sloan says, I wanted to push the button. <laughs> ben kind of makes a hand gesture, looking at Sloan, like, go ahead. And push Sloan it. pushes the button. It's already been pushed, but... Sloan pushes it anyway. Yeah. Uh, the doors slam shut. The fire alarm goes off. You're st- No, uh... And you start moving up. Um... What's weird about this is it seems to take much longer than you would have thought for how tall the place is. Uh, There's some shifting from side to side, some shaking, um, and you guys have a little time to chat it up with your companions, or try to at the very least. What do you do? What do you say? So what is this thing? Me lucky charms, I gotta get me lucky charms, me lucky charms. What thing are you talking about? Says Silas. I hope it's Irish or Scottish. <laughs> I'm so sorry to all of our European listeners. I am not good with accents, but I've decided to write all accented characters. So here we are. What thing are you talking about? This elevator does air quotes. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I've never, I've, I've never seen it work. I thought it was just a funny painting. Every month or so, they would change how they spelled out of order. But other than that, I, I don't know. I don't know what about this. Turn into, into English again. Me lucky charms, me lucky charms. Ben's just kind of standing in the corner quiet, thinking, thinking, over, uh, thinking over the whole situation, kind of you know, wondering where his parents could be, wondering why there was that painting of uh, the man in, in his mother's dress. Uh, just wanted to get, wanted to get some answers, wanted to, to find out, to find his parents. He's staying quiet. Okay. Someone looks at Ben. <laughs> As we learned from all of our improv classes and working together, the best thing a partner can do is stay silent. <laughs> Sometimes silence is the loudest scream. Uh, okay, maybe in this case, <laughs> Mila looks down at Ben and says, "Are you fucking mute?" Sloane says, "Yes, he is." <laughs> ben just nods his head. Yes. <laughs> roll for roll for manipulate. Oh no. Alright, five. What's your what is six? It? Is that charm? Uh yes. Okay. Zero. So, so uh they do not believe you. <laughs> and in all honesty, you are now um I gotta stop saying that. That happened a lot in one of our things. Uh oh, so you just don't like talking to us, huh? Okay. Okay. Well we'll we'll do the talking. Uh but either both of you are kinda wondering, what the fuck are we, huh? Yeah. Why can we just grab hands and turn into a full-on being, huh? Yeah. Sloan, are you saying that in character? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well, all you have to do was ask. Uh, and Silas 
Because what we are, uh, we are, we're, we're twins. Uh, I don't know if you can tell by how much we look alike. Uh, we were born of, well, we, we hear we're a demigod. We're born of some god and a fucking barmaid in Ireland. It's the life. We're living with it. Uh, we weren't really raised. All we know is that when we were young, we started out as one four-armed fucking baby. <laughs> and then one day, we just weren't. And now, whenever we want to, we just kind of blend together. That's actually why we came to Sanctum. Sanctum was our... Well, is... Was... Was a safe place for people like us until... Until a few years back. Ending the sentence. <laughs> ending in sentence. Uh, he, Silas kind of looks away in, in sadness. They look at each other kind of in sadness. Is the elevator still going? Yeah, elevator's still going. It's kind of shaking side to side, but it's moving. Sloan leans forward and presses the button a couple more times. Uh, roll for act under pressure. Does that count? Uh, no, no. We can at least what was it? <laughs> it was a six, but it doesn't count. No, it was a two. Seven plus cool. Okay. Um... So, as you touch it the third time, like, uh, a bolt of electricity shoots out of it, and just out of, but just in time, you see it enough to pull away, but not before you feel a little spark, like, tingle up your hand and make it very uncomfortable. Uh. Ow. And, yeah. That's all that happens there. It looks at, uh, the twins and says, what happened? They look at each other, and then they look at you. They say, "Oh, so you can fucking talk?" Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, we do, we joke. Uh, a man, a man came to Sanctum. We've had two visitors lately, but about ten years ago, a man came to Sanctum. We thought he was just another one. He made it through the barrier, so we knew something was special about him. Uh, and he came, he came, he came to Sanctum, and he. He came and he spoke to, and they both kind of gulp and look at each other, and they, and then hesitantly they say, "Roll for plus sharp." Eight sharp. Nine, nine eight plus you, one sharp. So nine. you get to hold one. Um. So yeah. So I'll, basically, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, they came to. They came to see her. This person, this hooded figure. Came to see her. Uh, we didn't. We weren't able to make out who this was. This wasn't like the Changeling God. They didn't. They they're wearing hoodies. They don't quite look like this. This was like a cloak. All we can remember really seeing was a smile that seemed to glow out from the shadows of it. Uh and they came and they visited her. And after they did, everything kind of. Everything got a little crazy. The god, which used to stand watch, started turning in on the town. The barrier started to close, and we... We really weren't safe anymore. Anyone who spoke out against the town... They would be taken by the god, and they would show back up. Something would be quite... would be awful about them. And other than that, we don't... we don't know. We've kept our heads kind of down, and kept doing our thing, but that's why we were so... I don't know, I don't quite know the word, but that's why we were so adamant about not answering a lot of questions in the bar, especially with one of them there. 
This has been a good plot elevator. Do you say that in character? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah! And, oh, that was about to be a very different accent. Uh, and then Mila. Mila goes, Oh, yeah! <clears throat> and we had that one bloody fucking... Oh, uh, that one kid. That one guy who came into town not that long ago, actually. About a week or two ago. No, a couple days ago. A couple days ago. He came to the bar. He asked some questions. We didn't tell him much. But he seemed to figure his way out, and he got... He came here, and he... You know, we haven't actually seen him since. He was a... He was an agent-looking guy. But he asked some similar questions. But he was, a, he was the first person we've seen actually come into this town in, in something like 10 years. I... Saw him too. What do you What do you mean you saw him? I had a vision. Sloane, do you do you react anything to this? Because again, you guys haven't talked to each other about the vision, but you both had the same one. Not yet. Okay, so you so do you want to do, do you want to act in any way? Like you sit silently. Or? I observe. You observe. Um. What did you What did you see? What did you see? Ben's nervous. I, wait, I saw I had the same vision, right? Mm -hmm. I dramatically start to say what he had seen, but I forget what we saw. Uh, well, you saw, you saw Clay enter this room in 301. Uh, you saw this woman in kind of a black feathered cloak with dark uh, pools of eyes. Which is what the Medicaid looks like, right? Looks similar to that, but more human. Does not look like, does not look as demonic. Okay. Uh, like she has regular eyes, but she, it's similar facial structure is what I should gotcha. say. Um, and she came f across the room, cut out, uh, first off, dispelled clay, revealing stitches all around his body, cut out the triangle on his head and burned it. Great. Uh, making him collapse into a pile of flesh and skin. So Sloan says that we're supposed to go to room 301. Yeah, well, you, I mean, you, uh, what do you, how much of that do you tell them? That we're supposed to go to room 301. That's it? Tell them about the scary demon, yeah. Okay, so you just, as you describe the woman to them, uh, the mannequin perks up. Wait, what? No, I don't describe it. Oh, you don't? Okay, no. so then the mannequin does not do yeah, anything. Yeah, because... Oh, actually, you know what? Yeah, you do. You, you mentioned room 301. And as you do, uh, the mannequin stand... The mannequin does not, <laughs> does not stand up, but is now standing. Again, outside of everyone's eyesight, the mannequin is now standing. And in all four of your heads, you say... Fuck. We have to stop her. Are you here? We have to stop her. We have to save Sanctum. And the elevator door is open. And there's white again. Sloan jumps out. Throw for plus cool. Because it's still technically a wall. Everything's painted on. You fucking nail it. <laughs> you jump out I and you, <laughs> you do a somersault on your way out. And you land it and you have like you have your arms out like ready for a standing ovation. Your tattoos are clapping on one of your arms. Yeah. Ben looks at looks at the other two in the elevator and he says, he usually doesn't do that. <laughs> he doesn't normally roll that well. <laughs> Which I think is a callback to last episode. Where um, I, I did something and I go, that usually doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to do anything? Uh, ben walks out next. <laughs> but yeah. like casually. Casually. 
Okay, I'm not going to make you roll for that then. Uh, no, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> By the way, you do have a vape power somewhere in your body. <laughs> Don't forget that from the dream. <laughs> some... Just some smoke. <laughs> it's one, it's on, it's on you your like tongue, a, it's a like tongue like tattoo. Inspector Gadget. That? Okay, I'm not actually opposed to that. Vape Nation. It's just, you have Vape Nation tattooed on your shoulder, and that's what it is. Um... And you walk out, and the other the other two follow behind you. And again, between the two of you, Sloane and Ben, is the mannequin. You've only seen her move once. Uh, other than that, she just kind of appears places and does things. Let me describe the third floor to you. It looks a lot like the second floor did. Uh, just a base kind of room, circular. Uh, there are two doors other than the elevator door. There's no, there's no stair door. Yeah, how, how far are we? I'm sure we're fine. Okay, so there's no stair door, uh, which makes sense. Uh, there's two doors, 301 and 302. Uh, 301 is shut uh, with a lock holding it down. And 302 is uh, slightly open with a little light coming in. And at the center of the room, you see, licking its paws, an orange tabby cat. What do you do? Sloan walks into the room. <laughs> room 302? Yeah. You just walk right into it? There's a cat. There's a cat on the floor in the room that you guys are in, in the hallway. Oh, I walk towards the cat. You walk towards the cat. The cat <laughs> looks you in the eyes. I gently approach the cat. Roll for, uh, gentle. <laughs> I guess cool. Hot. You, the cat doesn't even notice you. You, <laughs> 10 plus zero, but still. The cat, it's not perfect. Otherwise, because something's still going to happen. Uh, you walk up and you're nice and gentle. The cat doesn't even notice you. And you, I'm guessing, do you pet it? Hmm. You are right next to it right now. What do and you do? And it hasn't noticed me? No, it's still looking at the paw. I don't pet it without it noticing me. So I hold, I, I, um. <laughs> I, this episode I, is all about consent. I see. <laughs> you ask the cat. I, I, um, I hold my hand out in the cat's direction and say, hey, buddy. The cat cranes its neck slowly. Like, not, like demonically? No, no, no. Crane <laughs> always has that kind of term, that phrase to it. The, neck, the cat turns its head gently, looks you in the eyes, purrs for a second, and then drops everything and walks its way into 302. Sloan goes, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm -mm, and walks back to Ben. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. I think that cat is weird. <laughs> Rover plus weird. <laughs> I I know animals, and that cat seems different. Everything here is a little different. I think we should go in. Sloan holds his hand out for Ben to go first. <laughs> ben, uh, ben slowly starts walking towards the room. Towards, what is it, 302? Yeah, three, room 302. Um, uh, Silas and Mila kind of, oh, okay, okay, so you're following the cat then. God damn it, how do we keep slipping in the British? <clears throat> Lucky Charles. Oh! Wow, that's even worse. That is, that is just demented British. Uh, lucky charms, lucky charms. Stay away from me, lucky charms. 
Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, we're just gonna stay out here. Fuck me up. I'm just gonna go for it. I'm so sorry to all of our listener. Uh, listen. <laughs> all right, so we're just gonna stay out here. You guys go in there. We'll keep watch out here. Me, her, and uh, this mannequin. Which we haven't actually... You look familiar. And as you guys enter into 302, uh, the door shuts behind you. Not slams, but just gently shuts. Closes behind you. And now you're in room 302. You guys ready for me to describe that to you? Ben draws his knife. Ben draws his knife. And he pulls out a piece of paper and a pencil to do this. He draws it. <laughs> He's not a great artist. <laughs> roll, for, roll for art. Uh, no. Uh, it's just a stick for art. Holding a dagger. Okay. Artistic ability. You enter the room. Uh, it just... It looks like... It looks like Doodle Bob is in here. No, uh, <laughs> um, it's dark. You can you can feel through the wall. There might be a light switch, but the room is dark right now, and the door has shut behind you mysteriously. There's a little light. Okay, there's a little light coming from a hanging light bulb, but it's dim, and uh, from what you what you can see from that dim light is a, a dimmer switch, just barely on the wall next to next to the door. Bed looks at Sloan. Sloan walks up to the dimmer switch and starts to slowly fade it. Uh, as you slowly fade it, bro. <laughs> as you fade it uh, up, it gets to a point where you can make out the rest of the room. And it is, the room is blue, a light blue. Dabba dee, dabba dee. Uh, on the far wall, you can see a uh, key ring with a single key on it uh, that has a big, inhumanly sized smile at the end. Um, and at the center of the room, at the dead center, there's a cradle. Uh, and perched on top of the cradle, licking its paw, Cats is the orange the tabby cradle. cat. And the cat's in the cradle. It's in the cradle. And <laughs> silver spoon. This episode brought to you by... <laughs> Whoever sang that song. <laughs> it's fucking like... Isn't it Ugly Joe? I have no idea, dude. It's in my... It's in my sad playlist. Oh. Daddy was... Okay. Um, okay. Um, what do you do? Do you, do you keep switching it up as you see this? Ben slowly approaches the cat. And... Um, he's gonna try to tune in his mind to the cat. You're gonna, okay, weird. yeah, roll plus weird. Eleven? Eight, nine, ten, eleven, baby. Okay, so you do that. You, uh, what does the attune let you do? Specifically, um, can you reiterate? Um... Spend one hold to ask the keeper one of the following questions and gain plus one ongoing while acting on the answers. So uh, if you just want to ask, ask me a Oh, question. wait, wait, wait. Roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, hold three. Okay, so if you just want to ask a couple questions or try to... Or uh, if you want me to justify <laughs> this, do you want me to make this something else entirely for this moment? Because um, this is a weird one. Yeah, um... Because um, like we're kind of bending how tuned it works a little bit, mm -hmm. but I I would like uh, I'm just I'd like to ask what is it planning to do right now? That's one that's listed, and maybe you can kind of okay yeah I can actually do that. Uh, so you you lock eyes with the cat, uh, and as you do, you feel something kind of happen, and 
Out of you, this blue aura shoots into the cat and you see its eyes turn blue. And you can see in this sort of ethereal motion exactly what the cat is about to do. And you see, uh, kind of like you're looking forward in time, you see the cat run and hide under a little desk in the back of the wall, in the back of the room. And you see a grin on its face. Oh, shoot. It, none of this has happened yet. You just see this. Yeah, I'm seeing. You're, like, you're seeing like a projection, projection of what will happen. Badass. I'm like that dude from, from Fire Emblem. Do you say that? No. <laughs> but Ben thinks that because he's nerdy. Ben thinks that. And the evil witch goes, shut up, you nerd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and that's the end of the little... Yeah, that's the end of that part. You still have you have a hold three though, um, so you can ask two yeah, more. You can um, do two more things if you need to. Um. Um. Ah. Do you want me to, I can do something for you, but it'll count for your other two. But I can I can adjust two names. Sure, sure. Okay, so uh, that's what you did, and this is all happening kind of simultaneously for you internally. Um, so you close your eyes. And you close your eyes real hard and you really try to think through this cat and you open them again. And you're staring at yourself, Sloan, and a mannequin. Oh. Where do you look? You're perched per currently. Down! <laughs> you look down inside the cradle? Yes! And as you do, you see, tucked in, in a little cylinder of blanket, a baby. A baby, and it's sleeping at the moment. And nothing looks too off about it. It's in a blue blanket. And weirdly enough, something, something happens with your ears, and your ears prick right up. Your cat ears prick up. Is there anywhere else you want to look? Or anything else you want to do as the cat? Where are you? Right now, what you were seeing in yourself is your eyes are closed and you're just kind of standing still. Sloan, I don't know what you're doing. This is kind of happening very quickly. Uh, the mannequin uh, is sitting there looking like a mannequin. Um, is there something I'm not thinking of right now in the room? You're looking with cat eyes, and uh, the darkness, the light has not been turned all the way up, and even if it had, it wasn't that bright. And in the darkness, you start to see a movement on the ceiling above you, like it's shifting. Okay, I look up. You look up. And as you do, you feel your presence return to your body. And the cat opens its eyes, looking up, glances back down, looks at you, you specifically, grins a little bit and then runs out underneath the desk and lets out meow. And as it does, from the cradle, you all hear a <laughs> and out of the ceiling drops a series of deformed I'm sorry, something, something big happening. A series of deformed, malnourished 
inhuman babies. Ugh. They're all big-headed, sharp-toothed, with dead, dead eyes, uh, and they are moving quick, with equally long arms and legs crawling along the ground, swarming around the cradle. Have I seen this? You're, you're, you're seeing it right now. This is all happening now. Okay, I just didn't know if it was just him. No, no, yeah, yeah. He, what he, well, he set off a series of events, which, uh, uh, and... Sloan blast the babies. You're just gonna they're heading towards the, they're going they're, they're, the they're, cradle. They felt they're falling off of the ceiling around the cradle. And like... And inside the cradle... Going towards the cradle or towards us? There's about five in the front looking towards you guys. Okay. Sloan snatches the baby and runs. All right, so you are on the opposite end of the room. You'll have to jump and get through some changelings and do some shit. Can I teleport? Can you? You want to try? Can I try? All right, uh, roll for plus weird. Is that a power? No, no. but oh. uh, again, this, <laughs> this is what I'm encouraging. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh, God. Eight plus weird, nine, ten. Ten, ten. okay, so you kind of succeed. Here's, uh, here's what happens. Halfway. <laughs> uh, so you just... You, you, you're going to grab the baby? That's your goal? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I recall the mannequin saying we have to save her. We have to... And I just see scary deformed babies. I think, it's a, I think it's a boy. Oh. It's a... No, no, no. But that was a me thing. <laughs> that, did yeah, you just okay. that baby's gender? Because was it was wrapped blanket? in a blue blanket? Yeah, that's fucked up, man. In a blue room. Okay. If, I, if I'm going to be honest with you, the gender doesn't matter. Because here's you? what happens. How dare you? Zach, <laughs> you, you do. Context, you please. actually... Uh, Sloan, you just start... To run towards the uh, towards the baby, thinking that you can protect this baby, and that's your that's your goal there. How fast do I have to get to it? Um, here's what happens: you take a step forward, and your body disappears. Oh. Um, bed like great. And you Whoa. feel and you feel a stick figure tattoo on your stomach, kind of vanish, and it reappear and you reappear right next to the cradle. With it, uh, and the figure appears again on a different part of your body. Sorry, that's your that's your teleporting tattoo. It just teleports around you. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, and you are standing beside the cradle. Uh, do you do you try to do you, do you try to grab the baby? Yeah, or I grab that baby. All right, so you re roll for uh, acting depression. <laughs> Plus Ooh, cool. There it is. Okay, so you three, you reach down into the cradle, and. A bigger arm reaches out and grabs yours. Oh, God! <laughs> and another one punches you in the face. Great. Take plus one harm. Take oh. one harm. Oh. Just, oh. You just mark it there. Um, I have minus one harm. Oh, if you were hit in the trench coat. Oh. <laughs> Which is fair. If I hit you in the body, yeah, that's reasonable. And if you didn't fail, this probably wouldn't have hurt. But, um... Whoa, and you fly backwards... Uh, back to back to actually on, on a different to a different corner of the room. Yeah, this is like my room too. And out of the baby, uh, out of the baby cradle pops two massive muscular arms. Uh, SpongeBob when he had the big pink arms. Okay. That's kind of what they look like, <laughs> except on each of them there are six fingers. And uh, what it pulls out uh, um, out of that is this kind of this goblin esque creature. It opens its eyes and they're. Two, there are two pupils, just like uh, like chameleon eyes, kind of looking at different parts of the room. Uh, but the body is still fairly baby-sized. The legs start to look like this, too, as it stands inside the cradle. Ugh. Its legs are big and muscular, but the body is baby-sized. And the head is a little bigger than a baby head, but not much. 
and you are looking at strong arm, strong leg amalgamation with ten uh, baby creatures around it. That's what I get for trying to be the hero. <laughs> Do you say that? Yes. <laughs> One of the one of the little babies comes crawling at you. Okay, I punt it. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for plus tough. <laughs> so I'm just gonna. I really want this to happen. Nine plus no minus one eight. Oh. You still pass. So you go up. So you get up just barely in time, and you <laughs> do, 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 do you punt it, or you more like kick off from football. You can just by football like you can describe it to me if you want because you do pass this. I'm just gonna tell you what happens with it. Oh, no, I don't go to touch it. Like, I don't pick it up and punt it. I, okay, just, so you, I, just, you, I just swiftly So you it. get up and you <laughs> kick it. Uh, and run. <laughs> run where? Away, because I know that thing's about to Okay, run. so you run back towards Ben? Yes. Okay, so you kick it and it launches. This baby launches and it hits the big f- the creature that came out of the cradle. Great. And no damage seems to have been done to either of them. In fact, uh, the small one, it seems like as you hit it, it kind of broke a little bit. Good. Like the bones kind of broke, but as what you can start to hear is the bones crack as they reform in oh. different various positions. Uh, and this baby's fine. But the big one looks at you, both of its eyes focus on you as you run <laughs> towards Ben and the uh, mannequin. Sorry. The mannequin has a, it just has a whoa mouth now. <laughs> Ben, ben quickly glances at the cat. <coughs> at the what? At the cat. Uh, the cat can barely be made out now underneath the desk. It's kind of in a shadowy place. And it's just grinning. Like in a weird way that I don't know how cats grin, but it's doing it. Uh, ben says, fire! Nothing happens. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we need... So, we need... <laughs> To, we need to use fire. Sloan turns around and immediately blasts at the cat. Wait, that's an interesting move. <laughs> Do you so you have your wand and you, uh, what are you blasting at the cat? Lightning. Fire. You don't have fire. Oh. Like if it, when it comes to major attacks, I have to follow what blasts you have, which are earth and lightning. Entropy. Entropy. Okay, interesting. Roll for plus weird. What is that? Is that messy? In, um, they're both going to be messy. Entropy in terms of science is just disorder. Uh, for example, the, I think it's the, the second law of thermodynamics is that th- all things want to be at a higher entropy, and I could be wrong about this, uh, where everything wants to be at disorder. That's why if you drop a glass from here to the ground, it shatters. Where is entropy? Right by lightning. Lightning or entropy. Oh. So it's in, you could, uh, I like this. I like this, and I want to see... You're aiming at the cat? Yes. Okay. Ten? Ten. All right, so you shoot a blast. Uh, I need a word. So say something. Uh, this is a new one, so it could be a new spell word, or you've, just, you've been winging it every time, so I'm okay with whatever you say. Just not Zapdos or Azeroth, Metreon, Zinthos. I yelled Disorder. I see. I really fucking like that. You just yell disorder, looking at the cat, uh, pointing your wand at the cat, and this. Uh, do either of you guys know Darkseid from DC Comics? Mm-hmm. He's like the bat- black superman. No, no, that's maybe Bizarro. Who you're thinking of? Darkseid is the equivalent of Thanos, if not bigger, oh, okay. in DC. Oh. Uh, he has this weird thing called the Omega Beam, which is really cool and kind of what I'm going to describe. He in Injustice. He's a DLC character in Injustice too. If that helps. Uh, you see, he's like the pre-order bonus. 
We can play as it one time. I'll keep your ass. <laughs> uh, so here's what happens. Outside of, out of your wand shoots this little red beam that kind of moves at right angles all around, bouncing, not bouncing, but just kind of like ricocheting in perfect 90 degree angles all around and eventually uh, all around the babies, not hitting any of them, dodging them and hitting this cat. And as you do, the cat reshapes. It's, uh, it's like watching, you're watching it change shape from, it turns into a fish at one point, but not like, not like, uh, not like Beast Boy, not like anything where it just naturally turns, where you're seeing the cat kind of reform into a little fish and then reform, like its body's breaking and rebuilding and forming into a lizard forms. And eventually what'll happen is this cat will reform into a person underneath the desk who will stand up and break the desk underneath it. And before both of your eyes, I didn't expect this to happen, I like this a lot, is the person in the paintings. And Sloane, as you look at him, you get the exact same feeling you did when you sat across from someone at the bar. Where you can't quite remember the face as you look away. But he just says, well done, Sloane. Snaps his fingers and disappears from sight. Uh, leaving, <clears throat> as he's fading away, leaving just kind of a big smile in his wake. And the big demonic baby is still there? Yeah, this all happened very quickly. And now, <sighs> the big demonic, the goblin-like creature with the long arms and legs is still looking at you, Sloane, and it breaks the cradle and is now standing on the ground, and it points at you, and the horde of babies starts crawling at you too. What do you do? What is up, everybody? It's your favorite podcast boy and editor here, Arnold. Thanks so much for joining us on this awesome episode, episode four of First Flame. This is super exciting that we're we're this far in, and unfortunately, we are close to the end. The end is nigh for the First Flame arc. Um, we've got one more episode after this one, and then we'll be we'll be moving on to something new, a new arc. Um, so don't don't worry, the podcast isn't ending, it's just beginning. But we've got something super exciting that Chaz is planning for us in the future, and it's going to be just bigger and better than ever. So keep tuning in. I've got a really special thank you, and you know who it's for? It's for you. It's for you, our, our dedicated listeners. We couldn't do any of this without you. I mean, I guess we could, but, you know, that, that's no fun. But really, a big, a big part of this, you know, it is for, for our own joy, 
we we all enjoy gathering around and and recording a podcast and having fun. I mean, just playing Monsters of, Monster of the Week is a blast, but putting it out there for you all to listen to and enjoy is just so, so wonderful. And we love hearing from you. We love, we love hearing about the parts that make you super excited or, or that you LOL and all that jazz. So feel free to always hit us up on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, use our hashtag, hashtag MMGCast for a chance to get featured in some of our future episodes. Um, we will definitely be starting that up in the next arc. So get get posting with our hashtag and uh, tweet it, Instagram it, Facebook it. We'll try to keep up with it and try to find you. Um, but definitely like chat us up about your favorite parts and all that. We love to hear from you. So I want to send another thank you to my friend Alex Hollabaugh, who has let us use his music for our podcast. It's super awesome of him. And you can find him on SoundCloud under the name Downer. He's got really awesome songs, and if you like the song that we're using, go listen to it on his SoundCloud and check out his other stuff. You'll probably hear a lot of it in our future uh, episodes and stuff. We might have a change of tone for the next arc, so that'll be exciting. So I think that's about it. So without further ado, let's get back in this biz. So that, that's what forced it to like, yeah, you forced it out of its uh, form. Um, okay, so the babies are coming. Yeah, all, so a horde <laughs> of, babies of babies are coming at you with this one kind of leader in the center. Uh, ben says, Elachos. You know the word from last time? That's the, uh, the... Roll for plus weird. That's the, the that's what, from way back when, right? When you took when you took the knife. Is that the take the knife thing yeah. or the fire thing? Here, flow goes the fire thing. Here's oh, the yeah. thing. No, no, no. I want. Can we can we commit to this? I have an idea. Sure, sure. Okay, roll for plus weird. Ben says Elachos. Oh, thank God! I have that plus three, right? Plus three, six, seven, eight. Eight. Okay, so it's not entirely successful. So you're holding the knife out when you say this, and out of the knife shoots. Uh, Blue shrouds, blue shroud, blue clouds that just, uh, when well, I say clouds, but I don't mean like they're slow moving. They're more like blue little beams that shoot and three of the babies, their eyes light up blue and they stop charging at you and turn and kill three other babies before they die. Nice. Yes! That word, uh, I should mention is Greek for control. Whoa. That's, that's, I'm sorry, I know that ruins a little bit for you, but that's what that is. That's why you were able to take control of the knife before. Um, cool. That's why I fucking love that and wanted you to commit to it. Uh, so now six of the babies are dead and they're a little weakened. Uh, if you want if you want some visual, uh, imagery, the f- three babies, uh, with the blue eyes turn and jump on top of these other three and with their their mouths start biting into them, and the uh, these other three break their arms backwards and stab their claws 
into the uh, into the three on top of them, and just in that image, they tear each other apart limb from limb and lie on the ground. This is going to be a terrifying graphic novel. I I can't wait. <laughs> I imagine I imagine it. Oh oh, but there's no blood. Let's go ahead and say this. There's no okay. blood. It's like as the limbs fly out, they're like doll limbs. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that's ben, what I'm going for. Ben looks at Ben looks at Sloan and kind of smiles, like excited. <laughs> Look what I did. Yeah. Exactly. You feel two pats on your back. One from like a crinkly old hand and one from a nice soft hand. Mm, I like still it. Getting, <laughs> still, still getting used to that. <laughs> they're supportive. Yeah. Okay. Um So are we safe? There's still like There's still a horde. Four babies and and the big one, yeah. The big so one. Sloan looks at the mannequin and yells, Do something! <laughs> Why? Why are you making me do this? I didn't plan on her doing anything. Um, I can manipulate chart if you want me to. Yeah, yeah, can you roll for manipulate? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> no, this makes sense. Just go for it. And I'll, I'll kind of tell you what happens. Eight. She backs away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she did something. She did um, a shield spell, but you also put yourself in danger. Okay. Because you had to protect so I have someone. To channel it. So, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it is. You are holding. You uh, cross your arms, the same the way you make the shield. You line the arms up and you make the shield. Uh, and around around Ben, is this kind of, this second skin, this light second skin, and. He can feel, he feels safer. You move and it kind of looks like your arm is, just has a light layer around it. Uh, but in this whole time, Ben, you are absolutely, you have to hold this Sloan. as long as you, Sloan, sorry, this whole time Sloan, you have to hold the position as long as you want that to be around him. Cool. Uh, ben, what do you do? I jump in and start, I start slashing at the small babies. At the small ones? Uh, okay, so you... Roll for, uh, this sounds like a tough one. Plus tough. Yeah, this is definitely kick some ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Four god. Four plus one, five. Yeah, go ahead and add some experience. God, you're about to level up again. Uh, so you bring the sword down against- Wait, did I, was I, should I have experience? Did, have you failed any rolls? You just failed that one, yeah, so go ahead and roll. Go ahead and uh, mark experience, sorry about that. Don't forget to mark experience, kids at home. Um... And call us out on that shit. Tweet at us. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. And we're sponsored by a lot of things. Can our mid-session thing be like, brought to you by consent? Just fucking consent. Just, no, no, sorry. Just fucking ask for consent. Just ask. Just, just ask. ask. There it is. And now it's in the episode. Cut this. Um, cool. So you go in to swing at these babies, uh, breaking the calm that the mannequin had put two of them under, and... They both, they both see it coming, jump out of the way, and then jump to latch onto you with their claws. And the third one jumps onto your back, and all three of them are trying to stab at you, but they're being broken away by this kind of armor around you. Um, which, uh, shh. And in that, whole sec in that whole moment, the big one reaches down with its big fist, uh, with his big ass, strong hand, and it grabs Sloan. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
holding his arms in place, <laughs> but lifting him off the ground. Help! <laughs> what do you do? I've got babies latched onto me, he's got a... The baby only reason that they're not him. hurting you is, yeah, I'm, I don't know what to tell you. What do you... I try to... F- <laughs> Technical difficulties. I try to just fling them off. Or if I can, I stab one with my knife. Oh, that'll be dangerous. What? Well, stabbing one with your knife that's on your body. That'll be fun. That'll no be a nice little easy thing. Uh, it is still flaming. That has not gone away. Um, here, I got something for you. Can you roll plus weird? Yeah. Thank God you have that plus three. Plus My God. three. Seven. Uh, so you try, you swing your body a little bit and try to shake these guys off, and you feel these hands kind of reach up from the armor and smack away the three in all, in all different directions. Um, but I need you to add uh, one thing to your darkness, plus one to your dark side, as these wrinkly old hands uh, start to defend you and rip, rip these babies away. Um, and what do you do next? Or what do you do? Sloan, do you do anything? Can you... You're restrained, but you can try to do something. I open my third eye. Okay. Uh, what does that do? To read a bad situation. So I try to figure out how to... Got it. So, uh, roll for plus sharp. Oh my god. What does uh, third eye give you? Okay, so, so sharp is... So you have 11, so 12, yeah. Oh my gosh. Third eye, when you read about situations, you can open up your third eye for a moment, take information, plus one hold, result of a seven or more. Okay, so you just get, you get an extra hold. Uh, I'm just gonna let you kind of see reality and see what you... All right, so you open your third eye. Oh, and this could be, this be similar to what happens happened last time. Uh, and this time, and you look down... And you look down at Ben. I did not mean to do that, sorry. It's just, I need to fiddle. Uh, you look down at Ben and... <laughs> the devil went down to Georgia. <laughs> you look down at Ben and you see this, these essence of red hands kind of popping out all over his body, smacking away the babies. Uh, and when you look closer at the babies, you see that they're just dolls. That they're dolls with these kind of... Oh my gosh! <laughs> As the doll moves. <laughs> uh, with these kind of layers of something else on top of them, moving them internally. And you see a connection between them and like a, like a, a line connecting all of them to this bigger being that is holding you. Uh, and when you look dead setter on the baby in front of you with, with, with the chameleon-style eyes kind of the goblin face. <clears throat> you see inside of all of this the um you see someone else pulling the strings. You see another essence kind of controlling all of this and it looks an awful lot like the raven woman, the woman in the raven cloak or the black feathered cloak. What do you do with this information? Oh, and glowing on the outside, glowing on the wall on the opposite side of the room is still a key. But now, for some reason, it's glowing. I'm still constrained, though? Yeah. So that, that just so kind of gets... So I ask, what am I supposed to do? 
Okay. Uh, and very annoyed. Internally, internally, something answers you, and it sounds like your own voice. And it just says, "Think about your tattoos." Because you have a lot of tattoos, you can just activate. Uh, the lightning and the fire and the earth need the wand, but some other things they just kind of happen. So I try to teleport again. You can. You can. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Roll for the, plus weird. To the key. Roll for plus weird. Oh, the cards. Wow. All right. Ten. Uh, you close your eyes. Wow. And you. And again, you. Uh, first off, on your body, the stick figure disappears. And then follow that, you disappear from this. And um, you appear right next to the key. And you snatch the key. Mm-hmm. I grab Breaking that. the hold on your arms. Removing the shield from him. It's okay. Yeah, he's, he's okay. He's okay right now. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, you remove the shield from his body. And now you are holding the key. The shield, the shield fades from me. Oh. And like and like we make eye contact real quick and I go, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Sun holds up the key. You hold up the key and the baby, the 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 goblin baby with the long arms and legs, cranes its neck all the way around. I'm finally using it right because it's creepy now. And it starts walking to you on all fours. Oh God! At top speed. What's it? What's its top speed? I Not run at top fast. speed. I run Where? away. Where? <laughs> you're at you're at a wall. It's at the center of the room. Uh, I sprint at it. Is it like? Is it like this or like this? Uh, is <laughs> it's it like, heads facing down? Is it bent over like, like upside the, down? It's like not the like the unborn. No, not like, like the exorcist. Just like like, like crawling, crawling, crawling. Like with its back up. With its back up. So I like. Okay, it, I so like, I run. I sprint. Bent sprints at it and jumps on its back. It's mm. well. I don't pressure. know proportions of this thing. Its body is the size of a baby still, but its arms and legs make it so, so it's you can... like large enough where I can yeah. grab yeah, it. Yeah, I, I know what you're doing. I got you. Just roll for uh, act under pressure. Five minus one, four. <laughs> Go ahead and mark experience. Uh, you run towards this baby, and as you jump to get on top of its back, uh, you feel ten sharp fingers grab five into each leg. Grab into your legs and pull you back down. Take one damage. Ooh. Uh, as as these two babies are clawing into your legs, holding you down. I. Um. Yeah. What do we do from here? And now this this creature is still making it uh, its way at top speed towards Sloan. Sloan, do you want to do anything? Well, now he's on it, right? It, well, he was. He tried to he tried to get on it and he failed. The ba- babies. The babies are holding him down. They, so, they kind of like super. I, uh. What was the spell? Tree be gone? Wall be gone? Wall be gone? You, I, I wall be gone. Roll for plus weird. Gotta cast it. Say it. You will, yeah. Wall be gone! Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and with snake eyes. Man. <laughs> you What's point your, your wand. Two, you point your wand at. First off, mark experience. You point your wand really? at. Uh, oh, that's a level up. All right, we'll do that. Nice. that in a second. That's not a good thing nah. right now, though. You, you want, if you want to use luck, you're welcome to. Uh, you point your wand at... Um, but I still get the experience. Yeah, I'll still give you the experience. You point your wand at the baby thing, and you say, 
Can you say it for me in character? Wall be gone! <laughs> Which is the only way you know that this Earth spell works. And when normally... <laughs> because you've only succeeded at the, like, the max level with this before. So now you're expecting like a big wall, a, a big blast of Earth to just appear and shoot out of your wand. A little mud trickles out. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of spurts a little bit. <laughs> and... um mildly and, and the big creature stops wipes the mud out of its eyes and comes and keeps coming for you uh and eventually wraps its hand around your head oh and what do you do ben <laughs> as he holds you there i wave at ben <laughs> <laughs> i still have babies on my legs yeah I whip around and I slash at the babies with my flaming knife. I'll give you plus one roll for tough. Roll for yeah, that would, that has to be kick some ass and yeah, seven, eight, nine. So you have nine. I'm, I'm giving nine. you plus one on top of that. So yes. nine. So you um, you take your knife, spin it around in your hand, reach behind you, and you stab one of the babies. And as you do, its body sets on fire. And it just evaporates, not evaporates, but it dis this uh, illusion around it kind of dissipates, and now there's just a baby body, like a, a doll baby body on the ground. Um, and the heat from it kind of singes the other one off, but does not do damage to it. Uh, but again, but because this is imperfect, the third one is now, as you're on the ground while this is happening, the third one you see crawling towards your head at top speed. What do you do? I kick it. The, t the one in front of you or the one beside you? Not again. <laughs> Which one is crawling at me? The one in front of you, in front of your face. Like, like you were lying down on the ground. These guys pulled you to the ground. Okay. And you, you reached around and stabbed. Now there's one in front of you, in front of your body, crawling towards your face. I swing my arm up. I swing my arm up and slash it. Tough. Oh baby, Ten, eleven. Oh baby, that's what I'm talking about. You and you flip the knife around again. It's full in sword mode. You squeeze it tight, and it kind of extends a little bit. And you bring it up for a forward slash, slicing the baby in half, cutting right through this uh, doll figure, uh, and and also scratching the back leg of the uh, creature holding his head, which causes it to kind of yelp and drop uh, Sloane Sloan back to the ground. Uh, there's still, there's one baby left, and uh, it is, it is kind of recovering on your left, on your left, uh, Ben. Sloan runs over and curb stomps it. Uh, yeah, recently dropped from the big goblin creature's head, from the green, green goblin creature's hand, uh, Sloan, Sloan immediately starts sprinting, and can you roll for plus tough for me? Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Natural 12. Uh, can I describe what you do? Yes. You run, and through Why? this new thing of acrobatics, you do a front flip. And with your fucking, with both heels, you just smack your feet down into, onto the head of this final ch uh, baby. Splattering it. Splattering, and when you when you lift when you lift up your feet, when you eventually stand back up, you just see, you see the doll body f had flown to the other side of the room, 
and the head is just deflated around you with a big hole and like the curved up plastic that happens where it's a little sharp because your heels punctured the head and and, and just fucking concaved it. Good. Um, this is graphic. Yeah, I hate. To, he rolled a fucking twelve. Do you want to say something badass with that? You look back at the goblin baby or at Ben and you say, "I say not today, potato." I'm gonna give you plus one for it. Your next roll, you get plus one because you know what? Fuck it. No, just take an extra experience because that was beautiful. It, uh, so just mark one down here and we'll add oh, it on well. later. Yeah, I'm actually I'm oh. dead serious about that. I, if you guys have kick-ass things to say, I'll give you experience because we don't we no longer have our bites, doesn't it, guy? Bites. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Damn. <laughs> channeling Clay Valentine. No. Um. And. This goblin creature kind of lets out a wail of pain as you do this. Uh, and if, if you were to open your third eye, you'd see all the things are severed from it to the others. And it, um, it lets out a wail of pain and a a anguish as it turns and starts to uh, gallop towards you, Ben. Oh, on I its... don't like that. Yeah, you don't like <laughs> that choice of, uh, of flavor text, do you? Flavor town. And out of the sky appears <laughs> Guy <laughs> Vianney. Um, oh, I, sorry about this. Uh, you have another tattoo in your body we haven't mentioned. This, this came up with Entropy. It is kind of... Um, it's a cube. And out of... Uh, on one side of the cube is it kind of evaporating into dust. Like we see in, uh, in Infinity War. Like that happening to one part of the cube. Like Stan Lee. Yeah, well, like Stan Lee fading into the... Rest in peace, Stan Lee. Rest in Which, by the way, as a choice name... This episode is dedicated, dedicated to, to Stanley. Stanley. <laughs> when you name yourself fucking just the full version of Stanley and call yourself Stanley, <laughs> hysterical. That is probably your best accomplishment, sir. <laughs> Not Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, okay, Ben, what do you do? By the way, fuck you. <laughs> um... I, 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 I like crouch down a little bit, grab my, my, my knife in, in both hands, like both hands supporting it, and I jump forward straight at the baby and plunge it right into its face. I'm going to make you roll plus weird. Ah. Reroll. Re we yeah, we don't accept that. No, we'll reroll one of them, but. So that was a four and that's a five. I'll let that happen. <laughs> so, 12? We're just going to say 12. It's a 9. Okay. Then we're going to say 9. It would have been way it's better. A proper 9. Um, Alright. So, you go to do this, and as you are plunging away, you feel... And, and you're not going to like... It's the wrong, uh, wrong group. Um, you, you feel other hands on the sword with you. A pair of old wrinkly ones pair of nice smooth ones and a third pair you're actually not familiar with these ones seem masculine in a sense no um they're all ethereal like you can feel them but you can't you can see them but they're not quite in your reality ethereal did i what did i say 
Did I say ethereal? Yeah, I don't know how to say it, but I think it's an ethereal. I think it, yeah, I've heard it both ways. Ephemeral. How That's a whole different it? words. Yeah, I'm going to say it because I'm the fucking keeper. No, Good. Uh, I don't care. Uh, they're, yeah, ethereal works. They're ethereal in kind of presence. They're not quite in any dimension. You can you just know that they're there and you know what they look like. And, uh, and you plunge your sword, your, uh, your dagger into this creature's head. And as you do, um, it takes some harm. It's burning. It's singeing around it. Uh, and it reaches up with both arms to grab you. Can you roll for plus weird again? We roll that one. Reroll it. Reroll it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll take that. Ten. Ten. Um, you feel uh, in your body just this wave of energy pulsate out of you. And um, a new set of hands, and these ones are physical, are on top of the dagger helping you push them in. And they are the wooden, they're the plastic mannequin hands. And she is pushing this dagger deep into the goblin's head and it is wailing as all of a sudden its body starts to shrink with a knife it, you fall back you fall back into the ground because it was way off the ground at this point its body starts to shrink with a knife in head and um it's it is now the size of a baby like an actual baby it still looks demonic. It still looks evil. It does not look. It, you, it doesn't look like you just killed a real baby, and it's still. It's still kind of breathing. It's moving a little bit, and it starts to crawl towards the two of you. And if you'll excuse me one second, and you say, without thinking. <laughs> uh, in fact, it's. The voice, it's the old woman's voice speaking through you, and you hear her say, guy," And the baby blows up. <laughs> and the knife is standing there. And the knife is laying there, not standing there. Um, and you guys are in the room with the key. The door opens. What do you do? So now I run we, out the door. <laughs> Sloan runs out. So Sloan is the key yep. to this room? The smiling key. He has the key to the to 301, the one that Clay had. That he dropped. Ah. Yeah, okay. it's weird. I had to remind I you guys of shit. With, I can't keep up with all the room numbers. <laughs> you are, 302 you, was the special. You are in 302. 301 <laughs> is the one from the vision. Okay. Um, so I run over to 301. Yeah. Okay, guys, you guys walk, you guys go back in the lock. Ben grabs his... Knife. knife and do you want to grab it or do you want to like Ben reaches out his arm and it shows up in his other hand <laughs> Ben will keep working on that <laughs> and then he and then he follows slowly. the mannequin appears with the two of you and you guys are back in the lobby The, no, sorry, not the lobby. Yeah. No, that would be bad. Yeah. You were in you were in the hallway between three hundred two and three hundred one, and um, both Silas and Mila are collapsed on the ground. They look like they they were unconscious, and standing in the hall, standing in that hallway, 
is the man with the big old smile. And he looks at you, Sloan, and he snaps his fingers. And your mind is thrown back to sitting at the bar. And all of a sudden you remember these faces. And the face you're seeing in front of you is the same one standing before you now. And it's the same one that was on all the portraits downstairs in the portrait room. And it's the exact same one from your dream that had the army of shadows around you. All of a sudden, this face is clear to you and a single word is in your head. And weirdly enough, Ben, both of the witches say this to you at the same time as it appears to them. Prometheus.